So perhaps you may feel like we're wrong for a long time when it comes to your finances. Well, this is the day. This is the day, dear listener, for you to uh, get some new information. And yes, that does exist, especially in the world of finance that is, you know, constantly revolving. There's all sorts of, you know, disruptors that are getting into the space and um, helping you to empower yourself differently, I'd like to say. You know, not necessarily that what you've learned before you should discard and um, learn all new things. It's all about incorporating new information into what you already know. So when we look at personal finance, one of South Africa's most recognized personal finance experts um, in personal finance through her company, uh, TNC Wealth, Sam Gemklongo is in the building, as Fresh would say. Yes. I'm stealing his swag every week. <laughs> like he's going to start tweeting me and saying, dude, stop. Yes, she's in the building and we're going to talk about personal finance. And I think particularly if you are a woman, this is going to, you need to empower yourself financially. Gone are the days when, you know, you're always waiting for the man to do something for you. Uh, it's not it's not necessarily the case. So she is here. Welcome, Samke. Thank you so much for coming. Hi, Tukwe. Thanks for having me. I'm so me. excited. I'm so sorry I was a little late. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. You, you you were not late at all. If anything, you were on time and we appreciate that. But, you know, I'd like to start this conversation with a clip I played earlier, if I can find it. There it is. Uh, where you were really just waxing lyrical, girl. Me? Yeah. You've got a clip of me? I've got a clip of you, mm, famous woman. Okay. Where you were talking about um, just being a woman, being financially independent. Yeah. And this is how I'd like to start the show with you talking to this. Take a listen to this. All right. One of my sayings is uh, do not relinquish your financial outcome to your spouse. The power to produce and protect must always remain with you. Mm-hmm. So um, as much as maybe, you know, during your marital life, you may want to be a housewife or whatever the case is, make sure you're always in a position where should you need to get a job, you can. Should you need to produce income, you can. Should you need to protect yourself financially, protect your children make sure that even going into the marriage and during the marriage you're always in a position where you can produce your own resources you control your own resources you can protect yourself should you need to you can protect your children so by me saying be in a position where you can produce and control your own resources doesn't mean that your partner doesn't have a part to play in that but do not be oblivious to what's going on financially in your home ask the right questions Um, you must remember that culture is born out of a specific environment to meet the needs of that environment you set your own culture for your marriage you don't have to be dictated to what the culture should be the culture should suit you and your needs and the culture should never leave you financially vulnerable if it does then it needs to be updated circle divine and exclusive to radio 2000 girl yo was that me do you recognize yourself (laughs) in that clip i do i remember that i remember exactly what interview that was oh my gosh i I just thought the words there were just very very empowering and yes perhaps we've heard that before that you must be a woman you must be independent but to really be pragmatic about it and to really you know do the work in actually empowering yourself financially is something else so you have um a great personal story i think Yes. Having come out of a marriage yeah. and being able to stand up on your own financially. After a lot of hard work. After a lot of hard work, which yeah. is exactly what I would like you to break down this morning. Uh, following that clip, you know, what, what are some of those lessons that you actually learned about money earlier, uh, you know, earlier on in your life and how they've evolved to the woman that you are today? Yeah. <clears throat> 
So I think it would be unfair to for me to say that these lessons I I learned very early in my life, or I was empowered very early in my life, uh, simply because I am from a banking background. So a lot of my money philosophies and lessons I learned in my career, having spent seven years with uh, one of SA's private banks. And so I guess what was very... Um, like aha moments for me during the time when where I was trying now to balance my own books and mm-hmm. stick to a budget because before I was in a very comfortable marriage was oh my goodness these theories are so easy to spit out and tell to someone else but when you when you're supposed to implement it yourself it's very difficult you know but yeah. to yeah. type of thing and so I was like wow this is what people are going through when I'm sitting on the other end of the phone with my arrogance saying you know your payment is outstanding we should be asking mm. why is your payment outstanding And that actually influenced then the study I did for my MBA research report to try and understand what is it that leads people to these positions of over-indebtedness. And, um, you know, we can unpack that further as we go. But I've, I've lived, I've lived what I preach, honey. I live it now. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm making tons of money. I don't need to budget. I'm living it now, darling. (laughs) I think that, that, that makes it even better. Because as you're bettering other people's lives, yes. as you're saying, Dogotelaga's life, I mean, even with psychologists, etc., etc., yes. they need drinks too, right? Yeah. Um, you, you, you are empowering yourself and empowering others. It's always a tit for tat, and I think it works. It's always beneficial that way, right? It is. And I think um, the reason my content has been so popular is because I'm living it. So when something affects me, I'm like, oh, I wonder how it's affecting everyone else. Let me put yeah. out a YouTube video on it or an article on it. So nice. you'll find that a lot of my content is actually uh, very anecdotal um, or anecdotally based. So um, I'll, I'll use my own real life experiences, my own struggles to say, I I'm a guru at this, honey. And if I'm struggling, how much who's just an engineer or a monumento who's on radio who mm. doesn't have like the technical expertise to say this is how this works this is how I should balance this or this is how I should repay that so that I'm maximizing on that if include I mean how much more so I try and break it down mm-hmm. in a simple language as possible yeah. simple to follow simple to understand and sometimes my own content helps me later on I'm like damn girl but you girl. Smart. <laughs> like you, you said that you said that <laughs> I like that but let's talk about you know the psychology of money yeah and I don't know if you can speak to this, but there's a friend of mine who is an entrepreneur and has since become a business partner, Jodine. Yeah. And she always says to me, my friend, financial problems are never about money. Yes. It's always something else that yes. led, you know, and money is being used to talk, to teach you something else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you, do, do you recognize that kind of, uh, of thinking in terms of how our attitudes have been shaped around money and finances? Oh, oh, absolutely. So money is just a symptom. It's not the cause. So, okay, uh, mm. What did you eat? Or mm. have you know what I mean? And as finance people, I find that we don't ask the questions. We're just like, eh, to solve a headache, panado. You don't understand if there's something chronic happening, if it's a once-off. So with yeah. finances, you don't understand, is this person over-indebted because there was a family emergency and they had to take out this loan? Or if it's something chronic in inverted commas, i.e. it's a long-standing behavior that you need to now address. Which is why I've actually decided that my consultations, um, I consult every Monday from Spiral Aloe Lifestyle Medical Spa. Because I wanted, first of all, to be where people are. So you're happiest when you're getting your money, your pity, your slender wonder, honey. You know what I mean? So that's where we should be saying, let's talk about money so that you can afford forever more to come for your manis and your pities. Regardless of what the rand is doing, regardless of what the economy is doing, regardless of whether we're in a recession or not, let's let you keep your lifestyle. All right. So mm-hmm. and, and also let's talk financial wellness. 
Let's talk about everything else that's going on. The cultural nuances, the um, expectations others have of you. Um, and you find that in my feedback report, I mean, I've even told some of my clients, you need to go for marital counseling because this financial behavior is being driven by the problems in your marriage. And until we fix mm. that, we're not going to mm. fix this financial behavior. So it's, 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 wow. it's asking why. Why are you spending the way you are? All right. Because I found actually South Africans are quite financially literate. You know, people are like, I don't want to take out data. If I do, uh, if I do, I want to pay it off as soon as possible. But life happens, and it's it's that preparation or empowering for you to deal with life smartly, which is where I want to play. I think attitudes and behavior are right. I I love I love my people. South Africans, I mean, I love you, Shem. I'm not here to tell you. South Africans aren't savers. Why aren't we savers? Because life happens, honey. So let's empower ourselves to deal with life. Right. And 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 I've I've never heard that before. By the way, somebody acknowledging that we are financially rit- literate and we are interested. We are yes. interested we as care. we are interesting. We, we do care. We care. And yeah. I'm finding my audience is younger yeah. and younger and younger. I'm having twenty year olds ask me about ETFs and unit trusts. Yes, if that girl is listening, that emailed me, honey, I was just like, damn. Really? I'm so proud of you. But we, awesome. we care. We want to know. It's just that I think that um, financial knowledge and, and someone said something very interesting to say that financial services and products as they are were never created or curated for the African. And our cultural mm. obligations and our beliefs are not important for us. Mm. So it was just egg lifted onto us, but never curated for our specific needs. Absolutely. And with the growing middle class, this is very important yes. to be more and more financially literate. To, to add on to what, what you already yeah. know. Yeah. But, you know, we, we can't ignore the fact that we are in what the experts call a technical recession, right? Yes. Times are very hard for many South Africans. So what are some of those things that we ought to get right, you know, point by point? in terms of surviving the difficult times. I mean, I know of people that earn like 6,000 rands and there are 12,000 rands worth of debt every single month. Yeah. So how are you supposed to survive when you are drowning in debt, yeah. when you've got children, property, yeah. school fees, food, yeah. clothes, and all sorts of things to, yeah. to, to look out for? So I would say there are two positions you can be in there. Mm. Oh, well, let's say three. Comfortable, where, you know, your, your earnings significantly exceed your expenses so you know you can afford to be a little bit naughty without it affecting you uh vulnerable which is to say that an interest rate increase will knock you over or um you know going into a recession or a job loss or a loss of income Mm -hmm. will knock you over Mm -hmm. then we've got um i would guess distressed and i'm making these up by the way you're not going to google them and find them anyway i'm just making this distressed is basically where your incomes and your obligations aren't sufficient to meet your expenses and that's debt counselor territory that's okay. really where you should be getting a court order to say, guys, creditors, listen, Shem, they literally cannot afford to repay you. Yeah. And then you get into a debt arrangement, a debt review arrangement. But uh, please just do research on that. I think I've got an article somewhere in debt counseling, debt review. Just go look it up. Okay. And then, um, so the comfortable guys, I would say, just make sure that you, that you cement your comfortable position. So uh, over the, I think it was 2014 period. A UCT Unilever uh, study showed that um, as many people as became uh, classified as middle class, as, as many people as fell out of that bracket, either by uh, job losses or, um, you know, their disposable income being eaten into. So you need, when you get into a comfortable financial position, to secure it. And that's what we're not doing. We're chasing mm-hmm. higher and higher and higher incomes, mm-hmm. but we're getting mm-hmm. more and more debt and we're not securing our financial positions. 
there, if you have a job loss or if there's um big inflationary uh, uh, sorry uh, interest rate increases and you're only getting an inflationary salary increase meaning that now your salary is not going up as much as the cost of your debt i'm thinking that's where savings comes in then hey to maintain if anything should happen your comfortable I, I, position uh, I'm probably going to be, you know, hated by the whole financial services industry. But you can't convince. I've found it's very difficult to convince people to save. Okay, why? Simply because as human beings, we've got a very, um, what we call a high discount factor, i.e. we're very optimistic about the future. I'll be fine in the future. I'm living for now. You know, I need to just make sure I'm okay now. I need to mm. get as much as I can mm. now. I'll be fine mm. in the future. Mm. So what I try to do is match this. I, I, I try to say don't save. Protect your current lifestyle Then people listen to me Okay I'm so listening to you Don't right lose now. your current house If you've yeah. now just bought yourself A 2M house honey Make sure you're not one of those people That are in the current three months The past three months We've seen a trend of an increase In houses in the 2 to 3 million rand mark Going up for sale Because people can't afford it Because it's too expensive So once you've bought that house that Bought that car Let's just put you in a position Where you don't lose it honey Okay Once you're used to going overseas every year Let's just put you in a position Where you can afford to go overseas every year Otherwise your Facebook Or your Instagram is going to be empty and we don't want that. We don't want that. Boo. No, not so in twenty seven. That's a lesson. That, that that's a conversation that I think people are more open to. When you say save, they're like, "I'm saving for what? And how much? Yes. Are you kidding for, me? Saving for the future? Eh? Uh, you know, we yeah. we all live with the view that in the future I'm actually getting better and better. So I'm going to have more. So if you tell me to save for the future, I'm going to tell you. But in the future, my earnings will be, will be able to afford my lifestyle. So why am I saving? Mm. But if I say to you, let's mm. protect where you mm. are now in case of any eventuality. Then you'll be like, oh, okay, let's talk. I really support that kind of thinking because we spend too much time in negative thought. We, pay, we spend even more time because of the books we read that are just full of rubbish, honestly. Scare tactics. About positive thinking. Can we forget about all of that and be a little bit more present? And I think that's exactly what you're saying. Be yeah. more present. Be, that's the only place you have control over is the now. It, it is the now, the now. And, and I think for a long time As financial services people We haven't been speaking To people's nows We speak to retirement Honey I don't even know Who I'll be married to When, I, when I'm retired Right <laughs> What country I'll be living in You want me to save for it I don't even know What currency I should be saving in Honey But I know where I'll be next year Maybe we should talk about that Yes Okay And, the, and, and how to Look we're going to talk about Property Whether it's an investment Or not I really want to talk about that And perhaps how you can save For a holiday all right, uh, okay. however big or small. Okay. So Samke is still here. Listen, she's armed with an accounting degree from the University <laughs> of Cape Town and a postgraduate diploma in management from Wits uh, Business School. Uh, so she is an expert. Uh, did I mention an MBA? No, I didn't. Yes, she's got an MBA from the same college um, that was completed with a research report. Factors contributing to over indebtedness of black South African females, which is another point I'm hoping we can get into <laughs> before she gets out of here. Let's first find out what's happening around the world in news headlines. And of course, Lonabo has the sports for us too. On air, online, and on your mobile. This is Radio 2000 News. Thank you, Zeko. Making headlines. Gauteng ANC Chairperson Paul Mashatile has paid tribute to former government spokesperson Roni Mamwepa, who died last weekend due to complications associated with a stroke. The South African Human Rights Commission wants the Basic Education Department to conduct an audit on the codes of conduct of all schools across the country. This follows the recent incidents of discriminatory and racism at some schools in Gauteng. And finally, the EFF is hoping to drum up support in KZN during its fourth anniversary celebration 
celebrations at the Curie's Fontaine Stadium, Fountain Stadium in Durban. I'll have details on these and other stories at 11 o'clock. Get it first on your mobile, on the web and on your dial. This is Radio 2000 Sport. Good morning in your sport. We start off with rugby, checking out what's happening in live sports. The first half of the Super Rugby semi-final clash between the Crusaders and the Chiefs just ended, and the Crusaders are currently leading 10-6. In the day's other semi-final clash, the Lions host the Hurricanes at the Emirates Airline Park this afternoon. The Lions haven't beaten the Hurricanes in 10 years, and the last time the sides played against each other in Johannesburg last year, the Hurricanes thrashed the home side. Hurricanes captain Dan Coles, however, believes that history won't matter that much in today's encounter. In the end of the day, comes out as a game of footy and all those other factors don't really come into play. It's just, just about going out and playing some footy and you know, both teams will be right up for it. Still in rugby, South Africa's only female referee included in the IRB Women's Rugby World Cup nine-member panel for next month's 2017 World Showpiece Amy Barrett-Theron says she's excited to be awarded the opportunity. Following her stint at the 2016 Rio Olympics, Barrett-Theron says she looks forward to learning more and expanding her knowledge in rugby. So last year I was involved with the Rio Olympics and that was just an incredible experience. From start to finish, the whole atmosphere, it was constant butterflies and it's just a great learning experience for me and there's plenty more to learn going forward to be involved in tournaments such as that, you know, World Showcase and tournaments such as these back home. And finally in cricket, the Proteas go into day three of the third test against England at the Oval in a heap of trouble at 126 for eight, still needing 28 runs away from avoiding the follow-on. The Proteas might have to complete their innings without all-rounder Vernon Philander after he was taken to hospital after spending most of the day's play off the field. A late call will be made regarding his availability. I'll be back at 11 with headlines. For Radio 2000 Sport, I am Lonobo the Man Cave, created for men by men, returns Tuesdays at 9 p.m. SABC3. A part of your history for over 30 years. This, this is Radio, is Radio 2000.
on a mission. I'm just feeling insecure, not too sure of my position. And hey, I know it's hard to believe that I'm a child's naive. But if you knew me like you claim, then you would surely perceive that number one, I never mess around for fun. And number two, I'm totally devoted to you. Number three and number four, that's kind of easy. I don't see other women, other women, they don't see me. Number five, I swear to keep the spirit alive so that you dry up your eyes, cause there's no reason to cry. I was a player since I met you, I've been tripping. My ego tried to fight it, I thought that I was slipping. But now it seems that I've been caught up in this love game. No other woman will do, it wouldn't be the same. Six and seven, fidelity, word to heaven. Eight and nine, this love is gonna shine. Samson with love will shine on you on Take On 9 to 12. You with Radio 2000. And yes, we are nationwide, 97.2 to 100 FM. But thanks for pocketing us as well. Radio2000.co.za around the world. Otherwise, we continue our chat with Sam Gay, who is going to need to leave in a few minutes. But before she goes anyway, she's got some questions to ask, answer, right? Uh, we've already spoken about how to, you know, I guess get through what is being deemed by economists as a technical recession, which really is, is frightening the living daylights out of me. And where I move around, I know people are like, I haven't felt it yet. Maybe it's coming. So I'm very, very scared. Mm. Um, Be proactive, not reactive, honey, please. How? Okay. My three simple steps, and I charge for this, so you guys better take notes because you're getting it for free, right? Yes. Number yes. one, go to mytransunion.co.za and pull up your free credit report. You're going to have to register if you haven't already. And mm-hmm. if you haven't already, I'm judging you because you should be checking your credit report at least once a year. I've done that. It's wonderful. Now, what your credit report will do and what I like is that it's your starting point for budgeting because it tells you these are your non-negotiables every month. You must pay your car, your home, your telecom, your insurance, your... um credit card, whatever the case is, it'll show you all your monthly ob- obligations that you don't have default on. Ne? Mm-hmm. So you put that in. Number two, um, pull up your income statement. Now, if you don't have an income statement, I'll put one up on my social media platforms. Basically, all it is is your salary, your other earnings, your rental income, your commissions, whatever it is, your total income. Then it'll say, these are your deductions, this is your rent, this is your whatever, so your outflows, and then mm-hmm. it'll tell you whether you've got a surplus or a loss. Ne? So it's easy to pull from your credit report all your obligations into your income statement or your budget. Then what I want you to do is go into your online banking and pull up your three months bank statements in Excel. Ne? 
in Excel and then group them according to what you, you're wow. spending on. So whether it's entertainment, whether it's clothing, whether it's whatever, and then use that as well to put into that income statement because this is now your discretionary spend as well. You'll find that your income statement and your credit report, they'll color, correlate in terms of your repayment, what you're making. Then that'll tell you whether you're running at a surplus or a loss. If you're running at a loss, honey, you need to pick up the phone and call me because you're already in trouble. You don't need to wait to feel it. You are yeah. feeling it every month because you're living in your overdraft or you're living in your credit card and, you don't go, and, you, and you're not living um, on a surplus. If you do currently have a surplus, do this exercise for me. Um, take all your prime linked uh, debt and calculate the repayment at 1% increase and see whether you're still at a surplus or a loss. Again, because you don't want, in the case where we have to have an interest rate increase, you now suddenly have to live on your overdraft or your credit card. So don't wait to feel it, honey. Be proactive. There you go. I'm done here. Okay. Thanks. Drop smack. <laughs> oh! The knowledge in this room, it's just amazing. But, you know, you, you've done a lot of work, uh, a lot of uh, articles written. I mean, some of my mm. favorite, um, your my favorite contributions of mm. yours are on Destiny Magazine, for example. Oh, thank you. Uh, but I really am fascinated by this research yes. a report that you've put together. Factors contributing to uh, over-indebtedness yes. of black South African females. It is a no-brainer, and it goes... It is of no consequence that women and men view money differently mm. because of the economic structures and all sorts of political things that have happened to us over the years. Mm. But I want to ask you, based on this report, do women actually have behaviors that are different towards men when it comes to money? And what are they? What, how can we fix them if there's anything wrong with them and what you've picked up through the research? Oh, no, darling, we are so good with money. We're conservative. Compared we to men? Worse. Of course. We are conservative, we are risk averse, we spend frugally. Listen to what the environment is doing. Number one, women still continue to earn less than men. Number two, you're having a high proliferation of single uh, female-headed households. Okay, whether that is because you're a single mom, whether that is because mm -hmm. you've gone through a divorce. Number three, women are historically and continue to be less financially literate than men. So now take that, those three combinations where you've got someone who earns less than their counterpart is now running a household on their lesser earnings and they're less financially sophisticated. Although we are frugal and careful with what we have, we have little to begin with and we have fewer skills to begin with. That's what's driving over-indebtedness in South African females. And let me tell you something, the black South African female is the most, the most over-indebted population group in SA right now. So this is a political, social, gender issue, mm -hmm. not just economic or financial. Yeah. So you're black, you're disadvantaged. You're female, black, you're disadvantaged. You're female, black, and play black, pay black tax, yes. you're disadvantaged. And you're raising your child, and you must oh. send money to mama, and you're trying to look fabouche. On social media, there's pressure as well. Now, you, you want to know why you're working. I've got people that say to me, Some I mean, I will not not go do my hair or my nails because otherwise, why am I getting up in the morning? I'm like, okay, mm. sweetie, let's put down a plan so that you can't afford to do your hair and your nails forevermore. Okay. That's what it's about. So, if you have not been to consult with Sam Gay, wherever you are in the world... We're global, honey. Perhaps. This is your chance to do exactly that. All right. I, I need to understand exactly what kind of services you provide because... Yes. We all have kind of different problems, yes. as it were. You know, uh, some want to enhance what they already have. Others are in the biggest brown stuff you can imagine, and they want you to help them to get out of it. Yes. 
and others are you know looking to 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 invest and do other things so uh, what services do you pro- do you provide okay let me start by saying i am not a registered financial services uh, a registered uh, financial advisor and my okay. company is not a registered financial services provider what does that mean i'm not going to sell your products i'm not going to give you investment or um product specific advice so you can't say to mm. me something should i take out this insurance sweetie i don't know i don't care what i'm here for is to help you ask the right questions that's why i'm a wealth coach what does this product offer let's unpack this product bring me the policy let's read it together what does it mean what should you be taking note of so i help people um on any part of their wealth journey remember any decision you make is either wealth creating or wealth destroying so you are on a wealth journey even if you are broke and are defaulting on all your debit orders you're just very negative on your wealth journey, honey. Yeah. And I think yeah. once people start thinking about it like that to say, I actually have the potential to create wealth in one generation, our thinking changes. Ne? So in terms of the wealth coaching, I say, before you can save and invest, sweetie, let's just make sure you're not bouncing on your debit orders, okay? And let's put a plan in place for that. Let's make sure we're creating capacity in your income statement so that you can save. Once you're in the position where you say, Samke, I've got 500 rand or 1,000 rand to save every month, I'm like, fantastic. You can now go see a wealth manager or a financial advisor. And before you go, here's some of the questions you should be asking. Or here's what, what it's going to look like. Here's the conversation you should be having. Here's how you keep your wealth manager or your financial advisor um, um responsible you hold them responsible every year you should be having a review with them for your policy and what are you comparing it to are you comparing it to inflation are you comparing it to the jse market returns do you have foreign exposure in your portfolio how how do you know what questions to ask the reason people don't go to financial managers because they don't know what questions or financial um, advisors is because they don't even know what questions to ask I really like that. And I think why people should go and see you is because you are going to help us to go there. Because we, we're not stupid. Yes. We have those difficult questions, but we just don't want to ask, ask them. Yes. Because then it exposes you and then it reveals the truth and then you must deal with it. And we don't want to deal with things. Oh, but you can oh, you can be so comfortable with me, Shem. I consult from a spa, darling, and we have a glass of champagne and we talk about everything. Okay. And, I, and I'm not remedial. I'm not going to be like, really, you should be. I'm like, oh, I understand. I have been there. And I speak very we should be. That's why I speak to my peers in mm-hmm. terms of, um, you know, in terms of earnings, professional. I really don't like being remedial. So when I get asked to maybe, Samke, can you come to the rural areas to talk about people, about money? I get nervous because I feel like I'm going to be standing there twanging, saying, really, mamas, you should be. And I hate someone that speaks down to me. Mm. I want someone to mm. be like, girl, I've been there. Be I know level. what you mean. Okay, let's do this. And I feel that for a long time, financial services professionals have spoken down to people, which, I'm, which is why I'm very careful with what platforms I go on, who I speak to, that I'm always speaking on the same level. We. It's a very we conversation, not you should. It's we should. All right. This conversation will be podcasted on radio2000.co.za. <laughs> if you haven't taken your notes, we will have it on there. Samke, you have inspired me to want better for myself. As Thank you, you should. so much. Yes. Thank and before you. I go, if you guys want to reach me, um, www.tnc, that's TNC for the next chapter. So www.tncwealth.com because we're global, honey. And under contact Hello. us, just uh, pop in, you know, your question, your query. If it needs to be something that's very specific to you, then uh, you will pay my consultation fee, honey, because you know I charge. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if it's something general, you know, I can refer you to an article or something like that. But please do get in touch. Um, you know, we're here to help. The next chapter is basically to usher in the next chapter in our wealth narrative. We've been taught how to make money, but how do we now convert it into assets and wealth so that I can sit at home and get cash money in my bank account without having to leave my house? Not 2018, not 2019, not 2030. 
this is the day Ta-da. to be financially free. So Ta-da. do the right thing. TNCwealth.com. Sam um, Shongo on Facebook. All right. So like yes. the page. There's lots of information yeah. there that could benefit you, darling. LinkedIn, Instagram. We're everywhere. We're coming for everything, honey. Twitter. You'll find me. I love you. Just Google me. Just Google oh, me. Oh, Google. Google her, baby. Google her, baby. <laughs> Thank you, Samke. You know what? She, she needs to make a return. This conversation is far from over. It's far from over.